And good afternoon, good afternoon, or good morning, good morning, or good evening, or you're laying there at wake in the middle of the night, you can't sleep. It's not like I'm on the air, as I was on KGO from 1 to 2 or 12 to 1. They bounced me around 3 to 4 on KKSF. You know when I'm on the air? Whenever you damn well want me to be on the air. At your service, Asus Ordinus, right? I'm the lawyer. You can't call me yet. I don't have the lines. We're getting them. It's coming. We're getting them. But I'm the lawyer. And we've got calls we've recorded before. They're good, juicy ones. Don't worry. You're not that good. You don't remember. Even if you listened every day, you wouldn't remember them. So we're going to do a show. By the way, please, again, I tell you daily, tell a friend. People call up. They're still emailing. Where's the lawyer? I want my fix. He's on the internet. LenTillum.com or at iTunes. You can download iTunes. Oh, will you do me a favor? Will you rate me on iTunes, please? Give me five stars. The more ratings I get, the more comments. Go to Facebook. You know, I got a Len Tillen page. Put some comments there. Tell some friends. We're doing this on a shoestring, right? So um, I need publicity. Word of mouth. You like this show? The more callers we get, the more listeners, right? The weirder the calls, right? And that's what you like. You don't want no my dishwasher don't work stinking calls. You want it now and fast and, and sexy and weird. And uh, I know what you like, and I'm trying to give it to you. Get me the callers. We got a good one for you right here. Let's start the show. Marissa in Antioch. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. How come you're calling a lawyer, Marissa? Hi, Len. It's so good to talk to you. Thank I'm you. That I'm talking to you instead of listening to you, but I do have a very bad situation where I live. Tell us I the story. I have my home. I've been here over three and a half years, mm-hmm. and it's a lovely uh, community, except that in April, we have renters. And um, the, the renters next door, they have two dogs, and um, we have small lots. My lot is about 45 feet, uh, very small, big houses, but small lots. Actually, so my- you know what? I'm looking at one of those satellite pictures of your home on Google. You right. know, your home in Oakley, I see it. I see the roof. And the houses are real close together in small lots. You know, they filled it up the lot. And what's going on with the neighbor's dogs? On, on, on my side yard, and I have beautiful, in my formal living room, I have gorgeous windows, big, big, huge windows. So I decided to, to put a garden there, mm-hmm. so that when I looked through my windows, I could see a garden. It's a small side yard. Well, on the other side, my neighbors decided to let their dogs poop on that side. They don't walk their dogs. They have a big German shepherd and a little dog, constantly barking, but that's another call. Uh, but they poop. Um, that's, so I, it, it stinks. You mean if you open your living room window, you can smell dog do? Well, I can open my windows because I would smell dog poop. But when I go to fix my garden or when I go to water my, my, my plants, I also have a, um, a bird feeder. When I go and, and, and put food in there, I mean, I have to cover my nose. It's really horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, w- wait a minute. Did you talk to those lowlifes next door and say, hey, it's disgusting. You're animals and you live like pigs. I hate you. Did you say something like that? Sure did, and they got very nasty, and they don't care. They've done nothing. I've contacted the city. The city has tried to do... Well, the city did come three times, and, and, and the three times they came, they claimed they didn't smell anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, you, you can smell urine. Ugh. I have... And it's summer. Things. It's hot in the summer. That thing cooks. That's it's... I've had the owner come. He looks. He says he doesn't smell anything. Yeah. And he doesn't 
to get involved is between me and the renter. No, 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 no. Bring that dumb dog in. Let me explain something. They're creating a nuisance. They're interfering with the enjoyment of your property. Absolutely. And you can sue the neighbor for nuisance in small claims court for up to $10,000, and you can sue the landlord. You got that? You can sue. You know who the landlord is, and you know who they are. You go to small claims court. What what county are you in? Is this? uh, I'm in Contra Costa County. Contra Costa County. You got a small claims court there. You know, look up where the courts are. You get the forms online. Creating a nuisance is all you have to write on the complaint. You sue them. Look, let let me explain something to you, Marissa. You got this home. It looks like it's was it three four years old. It looks brand new, right? It is brand new, and I've invested a hell of a lot of money in it. How much? Let me let me ask you a question. This will get you moving. Ready for this? How much did your home cost? I spent 300000 And how much have you spent fixing up? Another probably twenty, thirty grand, right? You're into your house. Right, right. Three twenty, three fifty. So when you go to sell your house, you have to disclose these problems. Who the hell wants to buy a place that smells like a dirty kennel? Nobody. Absolutely. Yeah, and the same, by the way, with the barking. I can do. Let me give you a two for one here. The dogs bark all the time. There, you know, when you leave animals alone all day long, they get nuts, especially in a little space like this. They're bored. They bark all day long, don't they? Yes, they do. Okay, so what you do? Take some pictures, by the way. You know, you can lean over it. You know, when they're not there, just lean over or put a ladder against the fence and take some pictures of all the crap that's there. And then also keep a log of how much they're barking. And you sue for the nuisance, for the barking, and, you know, and keep a log. You know, they leave at 6 in the morning. They get back when. The dogs are alone all day long. Whatever's going on. And they don't, they don't work. That's why the dogs bark all, the, all, all hours of the night. They wait, don't wait, work. What do you mean? How do they pay the rent if they don't work? I have no idea. They got people pulling up in the middle of the night? I have no idea. No, no, no. They're not dope dealers. Anyway, whatever it is, are they young people or older people? They're young people. Sue They're them. in their 40s. They're in their 40s. You sue them in small claims court, and you sue the landlord, too. Now, I to... have emails between me and the landlord where he doesn't want to assume any responsibility. No, no, you, you don't. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Let me interrupt you. It's very nice he doesn't want to assume any responsibility, but he has created a nuisance by renting to those lowlifes. And he and, knows about it. And you can sue him in court. He doesn't want responsibility. Wait till he gets a complaint. You know, it also costs an extra 25 bucks, and you can have a cop serve him. You have the, the sheriff, the county sheriff pull up. I think they still serve these small claims court summonses. You have the sheriff show up in the uniform with his gun and his badge and ring that doorbell, give him a little heart attack. He'll serve the papers on him. In Sonoma County, the sheriff serves. You get the, pa- you get the papers served on the landlord, wherever he is. And yeah. on the tenants, is the landlord in California? He's in California. He's in Danville. Not a problem. Make him come to your court. You pick a day. And if they don't fix it up and clean it up six months from now or two months from now, you sue them again. You got it? Yeah. Now, they, you know, they put crosses on their windows. They put what? Crosses. I'm, I'm a Buddhist, and they know that. And so they put crosses. No, no, don't go to the, that. They can put whatever they want in their windows. This is America. You know, don't don't get carried away that they're doing this to make you crazy. Don't get paranoid. They, what, all you can do is sue them for the barking, keep a log of all the barking and the noise, and for the nuisance of the dog poop in the urine, take some pictures, sue them in small claims court for money damages. 
not an injunction. Injunction, you got a superior court, you need lawyers. Just hit them in their pocketbook for creating a nuisance, and it won't cost you anything, a few dollars to file a case. Take them to court, you'll get their attention, you take the landlord too, okay? I can't take pictures, though, because um, they have bark, and it's hard to see... I can't solve all your problems. If you can get some pictures there and taken, I'm sure you can look around and see what's going on or else just describe it. Good luck to you, Marissa. Take them to court. You'll get their attention and you'll get the landlord's attention too. Tim in Santa Rosa, Lentilla, News Talk 910. Tim, why are you calling a lawyer? Hey, Len. Thanks for taking my call. I'm calling about what I'd consider an out-of-control homeowners association. Tell me the story. Well, they send us uh, pictures of our homes, all my neighbors and I. There's a, it's in a, a housing development of 19 homes. They send us pictures, like, weekly of, you know, your garage door was left open. There's a, in the, on their letterhead, you know, they got a picture of my garage with the door open. Yeah. Or garbage cans on the side of the house didn't get put in the backyard. Or the neighbor's boys have a basketball hoop out on the street. Uh they made a move move that. They move it to their side yard. They gave them another picture in the mail with the hoop on the side of their house. You, you've got a homeowners association, a board of directors with nothing to do except make you crazy. How many homes in this subdivision? It's 19 homes in this homeowners association. And how and much of the no homeowners? How much of the home? And what? There's no common area. Wait, wait, wait a second. There's no common pool, community center, swimming pool, big grass lawns. So how much are your homeowners dues a month? It's 107 a month. Wait, what are you getting for 107? 107 there's a well, subdivision in Sonoma. Co- wait, wait, listen to Temelec. It's about $115 a month homeowners dues each month. They mow the lawns. They've got enormous common areas. They've got a swimming pool and a clubhouse. you got nothing. What do you get, what do you get for $109 a month except nosy buddies making you crazy? Uh, as far as I can tell, that's about it. There's uh, They don't hold up their end even on this, the micro amount of uh, common area there is. There's like a 10-foot strip of of uh, grass or weeds, low-maintenance uh, landscaping between the sidewalk and the main street of the of the uh, housing development. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the weeds. They don't do any of that. They're, they're collecting two grand a month or more, $2,100 a month from these 19 homes. What yep. are they spending it on to take themselves to Puerto Rico I, or Hawaii? I, re- I requested a, an accounting, uh, uh, an account for all the the spend expenditures, mm-hmm. and also for the uh, amount amount of time spent maintained the, the. Do they pay themselves a salary? I, I have no idea what they're doing. With yeah, them, but, listen. And, uh, so the thing is, is I don't know that I want to actually. So I did a little research. It looks like. When you have minimal common area and it's a small a small housing development, you have a good chance of getting the homeowners association dissolved. Yes, he, he, I, don't know that I want to do that well, and have you know neighbors end up with cars up on blocks and all that kind of stuff. So, I was wondering if there's you had a suggestion on what how we could handle this to rein them in a little bit and maybe focus the complaints on you know homeowner based complaints instead of them walking around as an inspector. Do, do, do you remember when, when you bought into this house, you signed the CCs and R's, the covenants, conditions, oh, yeah, and restrictions? Yeah, yeah. You didn't even read them. So there's well, a, I, I have read them. Okay, good. And so what you have to do... Any of them. Well, here's what you have to do. Start a little election. How many people are on the board? 
I don't know. There's the, this is the first evening. The first evening meeting is this this evening. The first time they've always had these meetings, uh, like at eleven o'clock on Tuesday morning. No, no, no. They, you got these retired people in the subdivision with nothing to do except make you crazy, and they're collecting two grand a month. And I don't know what they're spending it on. Is forty grand a year? Wait, wait a second. The best thing you can do is go to this meeting, take some of your friends or neighbors with you who live there. And get other property owners on your side. There's no reason to charge $109 a month. Throw the bums out. Elect a new board. Change the bylaws to the association. But otherwise, you're bound by the CC&Rs. And you're not going to sue them. There's nothing to sue them about. You'd lose. And I bet the CC&Rs say if you sue the association and you lose, the legal fees are going to come out of your pocket. That's in the bylaws usually. Yeah, that's in there. If this is making you crazy enough, go to the meeting and say, what's going on here? You guys are overdoing it, you know, and start an election. Get yourself elected and and get a new board and throw the bums out. All right. That's what we'll do. Yep. Great. And you got to say, we want to know. Start a little political action. Nobody likes to pay money. What are we paying 109 bucks a month for? We ain't getting nothing. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Evelyn in San Jose. Len Tillum, why are you calling a lawyer, Evelyn? I'm wondering about a social, excuse me, a social security benefit. Uh, presently, I'm receiving a retirement survivor disability insurance through SSI. And because I was married to this person and he passed away, mm-hmm. and I was married to him for five years. Now, prior to that, I was married for 22 years. And uh, he and I got a divorce. He's going to be 65 in April. Will I be entitled to his Social Security benefit as well as my survivor benefit? Oh, I understand. How old are you, Evelyn? 61. Okay, and you're getting disability benefits because your husband who died, he was getting SSI, Social Security um, Disability that, Benefits, that's right? correct. Okay, when you turn 62... Yes. You can apply for normal Social Security pensions, and you only get one. Let me explain it to you. Uh, the bad news is you only get one. You know, you can't get three or two, but you get the largest of three possible payouts. Let me explain. Okay. You can get, when you're 62, a pension based upon your own record, how much you earned, a pension based upon your deceased husband's record, or deceased, I'm sorry, divorced spouse's benefits, um, which will be half of a pension based on your first husband's earning record. That's it. You you don't get to collect off of both your former husbands. To get widow's benefits, to get widow's benefits, you have to be married to the person who died one year, at least one year before they died. Well, yeah, we were. And to get divorced spouse's benefits, you got to be married at least 10 years. Well, we were married 22. Okay, so what you have to do at 61 is, is there's a wonderful website. You got a pencil, Evelyn? Yes, I do. It's ssa.gov, socialsecurityadministration.gov, ssa.gov. I use it with clients all the time. It's got pull-down menus. You got to spend 20 minutes hunting around, but you look at benefits and disabilities, and they'll help you figure it out. There are things you can fill out and do it. You're entitled to know what you know which one would give you the biggest bang for the bucks that have been put in. Okay. So um, the husband that you're divorced from. Yes. Did he make a lot of money? Uh, he made 
over a hundred a year. Okay, and your disabled husband, how much was he making before he got disabled? Not that much. I, I so 60 I maybe. So and how much on your own have you been working much, or most of the time you were married? Yes. Raised? Yes. So okay. I was making about um, seventy a year. Okay. So you have to figure out which one will pay more. You got it. Widows' benefits, divorced spouses' benefits, or your own benefits. And the Social Security Administration will help you figure that out. Okay, so I should just go to... SSA.gov, start hunting around and pecking around. You don't need to hire a lawyer for this one. You can do it all yourself, okay? Okay. Thank you so much for your time. You're quite welcome. Lee in Mountain View, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Lee? I got a call from a company called Camp Comtex, and they say they're trying to serve me a subpoena. Uh, They're trying to send it to a P.O. box that I don't have. And then they called again today. They had called about two weeks ago and said they're, you know, calling to make sure I got the subpoena. Did you get a subpoena? No, I've never been served anything. The people who are calling you, when you get a subpoena, it's not good news. You don't want it. So if they say, where do you live, you don't tell them anything. You know what I mean? Okay. Really? uh, Well, you're worried. You think you're getting sued, right? Right, right. Well, okay. And they said... What court are they calling about, do you know? They haven't given me any information, and I haven't called back yet. I want to talk to you first. I wouldn't even call him back. David looked up your name in the case. There's a thing. You can do it online. There's the case index of the Superior Court in Santa Clara County. Um, That's where you live, right? And didn't you tell David you were also called from Sacramento County? Well, the call came from Sacramento. Right. So, David, just now, it's not hard to do if you know how to do it looked up your name in the case index of the Superior Court in Santa Clara County, that's where you live in, and and Sacramento County, where you're called from, your name didn't come up. So you're not getting sued. You got that? You're not being sued. You could be a witness in a case. Um, You could call them back, you know, that number, and ask them to verify that they're subpoenaing you, and you could have a mail of fax you a copy of it. it. By the way, it could be a mistake case. It could be a case of mistaken identity. You know, and what kind of work do you do? I run a plumbing company. I'm a one-man shop. So let's say some couple in Sacramento or in Santa Clara County are getting divorced, and the ha- husband hired you to work on his Mountain View separate property and paid your bill using community property. I'm making this up. Who knows? There's no way of guessing. Um. Once you get the subpoena, you can figure it out, assuming they actually filed a subpoena against you. But you're not being sued, and when you get subpoenaed, that means they want you to show up and testify, and you're busy running your plumbing business, and you don't want to get involved in somebody else's lawsuit, do you? Correct. Yeah, so don't make it too easy for them to serve you, okay? And if you don't, no, call, don't, if you don't even call... Information. You don't have to give anybody information. You don't even have to call them back. Screw them, you know? Okay. Nobody's calling you to say, oh, Lee, we got a million dollars for you. Your great uncle died. Forget that. <laughs> no. All right? Thank you, sir. Not to worry. Lee in Sonoma. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Lee? I'm not beginning to like your uh, county too much, Lynn, up here. Sonoma anyway, County? What, what's happening? Oh, well, look, at, I, I'm not allowed probably to mention the market to you. But you. You can mention the market. What do I care? What's going on? in our market, so I'm going to leave it at that, up near, near Sonoma, and we went in to buy a sandwich. I just got off of work. I picked up my son at school, 
and we, I paid for the sandwiches. We were uh, in the in the uh, store, and I paid for the, both our sandwiches, the corn dog, and the drink. Well, I said, Dean, I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to just rest in the truck. So uh, all of a sudden, my son calls me up about 20 minutes later, and um, he says, uh, hey, I'm being held in here. Uh, they're, they're, I'm under arrest because I didn't pay for the soup. Uh, so I, wait, 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 wait a second. Tell me about the soup. I don't understand that. Well, was a, uh, my son asked me to go pay for his soup and his sandwich. I went to the cash register before I went to my truck to rest, and I forgot to pay for the soup. So the, uh, I went into the truck. My son was still in the, in the, in the store, and uh, uh, the guy, cop, I guess, was looking on uh, through the video thing there and saw him with a bowl of soup also with the sandwich that wasn't paid for. And he says, you're under arrest because you didn't pay for the soup. Now, most of the markets, you know, they, you know Whole Foods, Sonoma Market, Sonoma... They now have these places where, you know, they've got tubs of soup and you fill it up and you take that paper container to the cash register and you pay for the soup. So, wait a minute. Your son, was he eating soup in the store or did he take the soup to the tables they have, you know, outside the register? He took the the soup to the table and he he goes, Dad, please pay for this and the sandwich. So I went out and I started talking to a customer before I got the cash register and I forgot about the soup to pay for. I paid for everything else. Did your son, how old is your son? 17. Okay. Did he get arrested? They wanted to arrest him. I told him you're not taking my son to jail over a bowl of soup. No, no, wait, wait a second. They usually don't take a 17-year-old kid to jail. They might issue a citation. Well, the police, the police were called. Yeah, the police were called. It was almost like it was a big ordeal. I thought... Uh, wait, 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 wait. The kid took soup. I, you know, you didn't pay for it, but that is petty theft. It's like a shoplifting. I, I, okay, I, it, but he told me to pay for it. It was my responsibility, Lynn. I don't understand. What's the logic behind that? Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, Lee, 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 would you listen to me a sec? I'm I'm on your side. I'm trying to help you. Calm down. This is not the end of the world. God, this happened today. I can see you're upset. Your son walked past the cashier with soup he didn't pay for. To the store, it looks like shoplifting. They don't know. that He's the one who did it. The fact that he told you to pay doesn't mean anything. He didn't walk out to the cash register. He was sitting at the counter eating the food in the restaurant. I understand that, but he, he didn't walk out. He stayed inside the cafeteria. You're, wait a second. You're talking about Sonoma Market, aren't you? No, another one besides that one. Okay, because in Sonoma Market, anyway, the the thing is, he took food from. Why don't you listen to me? Just let's answer. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to listen to your logic. Go ahead. Okay, he took food and was eating food that was not paid for. Yes or no? Yes. He told me to. He told no, you will you shut up with what he told you? You don't even hear. Shut up a second. Yeah, paid for yet well that's theft that's theft not if i'm walking up to the cash register to pay for it okay that's your opinion let me ask you another question yeah did they give him a citation yes okay here's what has to happen i don't want to argue with you and i would urge you not to show up you're gonna have to go with him to juvenile court it's in los guillicos it's right there by uh, oakmont exactly okay you got to go there on the date they say yeah and they have, your son's never been in trouble before, has he? Well, he's disabled, and he's uh, under the care of a doctor and a psychiatrist. Has he ever been arrested for anything? Uh, no. Okay. Has he ever been in trouble with the police? Yes. Uh, he just was in trouble at the school where he, where he went in Santa Rosa, but that was when he was like four, 15 years old. All right. He didn't get arrested, did he? 
He was uh, ruled incompetent by the doctors. Okay. So is he under a conservatorship? No, he's just with his father and me. Okay. So um, it's a petty theft case. Yeah. He's not going to go to jail. His record will be sealed. Um, it'll be in juvenile court. They're there to help the kids like your son. Just say, just don't get, just accept the fact that the store, it was okay for them to call the cops because it is a theft. Just accept that. I don't want to argue with it. I'm telling you that's what the law is. And then you say, I'm sorry. I was there to help him. It was my mistake. He didn't, he thought it was paid for. Just explain that. Don't argue about the logic of arresting him because they're going to think you're a real putz and a jerk and they won't like you. Just accept the fact that, yes, a mistake was made and it wasn't the store's fault. They saw the kid stealing the soup. Don't get excited. And they're there to help. And you'll talk to a probation officer and they'll probably dismiss the case, bring some doctor's letters to deal with your son's disabilities. Yeah. But just show up. Okay. Uh, Another question, Len. Are they allowed to keep you out of the store? Yes. Shopkeepers have the right to refuse service to anyone as long as it's not illegal discrimination. And and let me guess. You didn't tell this to David, but I bet you were as argumentative with the store and the cops as you were with me on the phone, how you just kept arguing to them. He didn't steal it, didn't you? That's correct. Yeah. So that is what also you know, made them think, I can't stand this guy. It really upsets people when you don't listen to him and you argue so much. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, you kept on talking and talking, and they got so mad that they called the cops. That's what happened. If you would have said, I'm sorry, it happened, and here it was, and shut up a second, they might not have called. I don't know. But anyway, the point is, don't argue that much in juvenile court. Just say, it happened. Don't argue that the store didn't have the right to do it. They did have the right to do it. And I'm sorry it happened, and I meant to pay for it. My son had no criminal intent, and don't worry about what's going to happen. And, yes, the store can refuse service, and they don't want you there because you're a big pain in the ass. You got it? Yeah, see ya. Thank you. Bye. I think he heard me. He is a big pain in the ass, right? Thank God you're not married to him. You don't live with him. That's it for today. Good calls. I told you, we spent a bunch of time. I want to compliment my man, Bob Chaber, who helps me engineer the show. Bob Chaber helps me do it, figures out the callers, finds good callers. We clean them up. We make sure they're topical. The law is accurate. These are calls from the past, distant past, you know, 20 years. I guess none of them are that old. But we've got them. It's actually since we started digitizing sound. You know, we used to do it when I first did it. It was reel-to-reel and tape. Now it's all digitized. It's not that difficult to do. So we do a show. We're putting out a show Monday to Friday. You're going to get a fresh one on iTunes or at lentillum.com again. The price you have to pay, there's no commercials. You don't have to listen to that crap. All you got to do is tell a friend. And if there's some old fart listening, you know, who, who loved the show and couldn't do it, or young fart, you know, those people who can't do it, help them download it. Show them how to do it. They will be very grateful. I'm very grateful you're here. See you next time.